Are you working on a healthy relationship with your current partner? Well, on this episode of Protect Your Peace, we're going to be talking about eight relationship killers. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. I am April Houston, and you are listening to Protect Your Peace. Today, we have an awesome show for you. Yes, that's right. I have a treat for you today, but before I get into the show, I definitely want to thank you all for your support, for listening to my podcast. Um, The previous show was powerful prayers to pray and you guys have been emailing tagging and inboxing and texting and calling and let me know that you have been listening and i appreciate that i appreciate the support do not take that for granted i definitely do not take it for granted i appreciate you and i appreciate you spreading the word and putting it out there downloading and Let people know that it's a powerful podcast out there that's given us this insight and encouragement and prayers. Yes, that's right. Prayers that will help us, you, everyone, all of our listeners out there live a successful, better, more fulfilled lifestyle. And so that's my goal is to give you these things. And I hope you guys take them. Listen to the podcast. I mean, I have previous podcasts in my archives that you all are welcome to go back and listen to they are just as powerful to me and um, I think that will they will help you live a better life so as I stated earlier today on uh, the beginning of this podcast I have eight powerful things that's going to help you in your relationship that's really identifying relationship killers yes identifying relationship killers and these things here, when you have, you can identify and put your finger on what's really killing your relationship, you can do something about it. You can face it. You can own it. You can just say, hey, this is what it is. Let's just do something about it and let's move forward. One thing is I've noticed in this, in this culture, in this society today, is that we don't value our relationships as they should be valued. And one of the things um, that I see is we just stop being in a relationship we just quit we just give up we just say hey this it's not worth it and we don't put enough uh, time in invest investing enough of our our love and appreciation for the very art i, I say it's an art relationships and cultivating relationship it's a unique way we can do things and it's creative it's a creative way of doing things that we can just we can have this creative way of making sure our relationship works instead of giving up and quitting and starting over or not even starting at all. Just, you know, we give up. I've seen so many people give up before they really even really gotten started in their relationship because of one thing or this one thing in their relationship that continues to happen. And when because it's a continuous thing, they just say, well, it's, just, it's not going to change. 
let's just give up on it. Instead of investing time and counsel to make sure that, hey, we can evolve and we can work on this thing. We can come to some type of, you know, some type of conclusion on how we're going to settle or come together and make this thing work or change it. Or um, So what I'm really, 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 really getting at this at this podcast is that we just really need to focus and really identify with what is really killing our relationships. And definitely, most definitely, do not give up so easily on your relationship. Invest some time. Invest some counsel. Invest these. Invest. Relationships is an investment. It's an investment of who we are as people. It's a sacrifice of who we are. So let's talk about it. Let's get into it. How shall we? Let's get into it. Today, we're going to be working on a healthy relationship. And how we work on a relationship is we identify what's, what's not working and get those things out. So number one, the first things first is leaving romance out. Eight relationship killers, the first one, leaving romance out. Romance is different from just sex. Yes, that's true. Romance is what you do before sex. Romance is what you call, what others call, maybe a four-play, five-play, six-play, seven, however points you need to get to where you need to get to. Romance is like putting roses, petals around a, a bubble bath tub, maybe maybe flutes where there's champagne or music or for me i'll say just a flirtation with your with your spouse or with your partner all day long sending pictures of little little flirty things or texts you know those things keep your the romance alive in your relationship having a weekend away with your spouse having a date night with your spouse or you know, not even just a day, not away. You can be at home and just be romantic, cuddle up on the couch. You know, just keep the romance going. You know, send your spouse roses all out of, you know, surprise them or surprise him with his favorite. Um, maybe he has a favorite cologne or a favorite uh, sports team. Get him a, his favorite sports team jacket or tickets to his football game with his friends, you know. That thing's just spontaneous things. That's romantic to me to let them know that, hey, I'm thinking about you. You're not the last person I'm thinking about today. You're always on my mind throughout the day. And so you let them know that, hey, just just start in the bedroom. There's something, some things that will lead up to that, that final thing. So do not leave romance out no matter how long you've been with someone you definitely need to keep the romance going and i can tell you from being in a relationship for 24 years and that we have kind of made the mistake of getting too busy and leaving romance out because we have children we have jobs we have so many things going on going back to school and trying to complete that we have so many things going on in our own lives that we forget about putting our spouse in front of those things and keep them in mind that, hey, 
I gotta remember to romance that, that girl, romance that man, you know, I gotta remind him, hey, I love you, and I'm gonna show it to you with my actions by, you know, maybe a gentle kiss or a touch or a hug or holding them, just walking up to them when they get off work or just maybe just something that'll let them know that, hey, I got you on my mind. So don't leave romance out. Don't get too busy to leave the romance out. Schedule something with your partner or your, your, your wife or your husband. Schedule something with them and let them know that, hey, I have this romantic thing going on. It could be romantic dinner. It could be romantic night away or weekend away or just a staycation. And just let them know that, hey, we still got it. Yes, don't never, ever, ever lose that. It's very important. Number two, having your heart-to-heart conversation with the side piece will kill your relationship. Don't ever make that mistake. I don't care what you're going through, what's disturbing you, what's going on in your relationship. Because you will have times that you really are upset with your partner or spouse. You may have arguments, you may have disagreements, but never take those disagreements those arguments and try to explain them to the opposite sex what i'm saying is why should this wife go tell this man about what her husband is doing to her and and she's talking negatively about her spouse or her partner to another man why would he talk about his wife or his partner to another woman negative negatively why you know i have the answer to that that's a set up for a setback it's a set up for a breakup because what you're doing is you're exposing your vulnerability to someone that can pray p-r-e-a on you and your spouse or your partner because they know now where they can get in do not ever share those things with someone that is not, I'd say not someone that's, I wouldn't even say share someone with someone that has a, um, has a, 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 been in a, marriage, in a marriage. You know, they have a husband or this girl, she's married to her husband. You're going to share it with her because you guys have the same things. You know, you have to be very careful on that. You know, you have best friends that may have been really just waiting for something to happen in your marriage or your relationship and now she has a way of getting in now that you're sharing that with them you have to be very careful when you're sharing information that negatively about the one that you really love but at the moment you're having a phase you're going through a phase of hardship you have to be very careful who you're sharing those things to i'll say go to a therapist i thought i say go to a pastor or some trusted confident that is stable in the mind, you know, and can tell you about what's really uh, can lead you back to where you're supposed to be, which is cultivating and helping your relationships be be very prosperous. Okay, number two, that was number two. Do not go to a side piece and tell them a heart, your heart to heart conversation. Number three, overlooking problems. That's a problem in itself. Overlooking problems is horrible. When you overlook problems, problems don't just go away. They don't just get buried. 
They just sit there on the couch looking at you. Overlooking problems is just you thinking you're ignoring the problem, but the problem is yet there. Let me tell you, when, when you overlook problems, problems don't go away. They just pile up. They just get stacked up on one another until one day you're going to get to a point and you're going to explode and all the problems that you should have been dealing with, they're all going to come out in one conversation. And let me tell you, that is a toxic way of having a, a conversation with the person that you're supposed to be working on a relationship with. Because it's going to be an argument. It's going to be um, something that's kind of, you're trying to repair your relationship. But when you talk about, I would say, 10, 20, 30, these problems that have been just adding up. And I can tell you, for example, women. Sometimes women, we don't deal with situations immediately. Yes, we do not. Sometimes we just hold it in. And we have a thing about holding things in. We can hold things in a long time. We can hold a baby in for nine months. So we can hold our problems in. But when we let those things out, have you ever let it, when, I, when you had a baby, um, I don't know about you, if you were a person that did not go through any pain letting out a baby, but whenever you have a child, and I had four, there was a holler like nothing that I ever imagined could come out of my mouth when I released that child. And so when you release on this person and you have held some things for so long, let me tell you, you're going to see a side of yourself that you never imagined you ever saw before. And you're going to realize that whatever you that's been festering has been building up and cooking in inside of you. And now it's a whole nother individual person. And so the other person does not deserve that individual you created by holding that stuff in. And so what I I'm giving you this advice, I'm giving you this because I want you to deal with it head on. I don't want you to hold it in. I want you to create a safe place of conversation because conversation is important in relationships. When you have a problem, create a safe space, meaning a good time and timing is everything. Find a good time, good place when your head is in a good place and their head is in a good place. Sit down, have a conversation, and let them know what the problems problem is. Okay? Don't overlook problems. Number four, comparing your current relationship with an old. Listen, if you have not gotten over your ex, you can't move on to the next. Now, I've said that before. If you're still wanting closure from an old relationship, and you need to stop embarrassing yourself in this current one because right now you're not ready. I say embarrassing yourself because you're probably acting a total fool with this person and they're looking at you like, what did they do? Because you're reacting as if you're in your old relationship, meaning your reaction to this current relationship is the way you reacted in your old. So what you're doing is you're holding this person accountable for actions they never committed. And when you're holding them accountable for action they committed, they're looking at you side-eyed 
like you talking out the side of your neck at them because they have no clue about what you're saying because they were never there. So, yes, you look crazy to them because you still haven't gotten closure. You still haven't gotten over your ex. You're still in a place of unforgiveness. You're still hurting. You're still in pain. You're still wanting something and yearning something from that old relationship. You still, yeah, I say yearning and wanting something from that. Because if you are completely over that, you wouldn't even be thinking about that relationship. There's a yearning for going back to something old because you feel like that. Maybe you didn't do everything you should have. Or maybe you missed something. Or maybe, you know, did I? Did you try? Did you, did you put forth all the effort in it? And you're still wondering and there's an open on you know there's an open space there that you're still trying to feel and you should not be so yeah it's a problem when you can't move on it's a problem when you can't move forward yeah it's a problem when you're comparing this person that you're with now to someone that was previous and then treating them like the old person listen you have to know which season you're in. You can't wear a coat in spring. Have you ever seen somebody in a jacket in the summertime? You're looking at them like, we have switched seasons. Why are you wearing this coat? It is hot out here, and you got this jacket on. What's wrong? Let me tell you. That's how we act when we're still trying to be in that old season, that old relationship. We still got the old coat on and it's a whole nother season. Don't look stupid. Don't look foolish because we still carrying things from the previous season into our new season. Don't carry those things. Let those, leave those things in the old season. Leave that jacket in the winter. Hang that thing up. Let it go. I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you how you're going to look. You're going to look really awful to those that are trying to be with you. And they're not going to accept that person. They're not going to accept that old individual. Especially not that person in the jacket in the spring, in the summer. They're going to wonder why you're carrying this baggage in this new season and where'd you get it from. And wherever you got it from, girl, take it back where you got it from because this is not it. Okay? So don't do that. Don't bring old dirt, old, old baggage into your new season, into your new relationship. Okay? Because your new relationship is something that's blessed, it's whole, it's, it's brand new. It's something you can work on to be the best it could possibly be. Number five, keeping secrets. Yes, that speaks for itself. You don't have to give an A, B, C selection with this one. Keeping secrets, period, with a T. There you go. Keeping secrets, because what I do know, what I do know, and I can tell you this, that my husband and I, we don't say everything to each other. We say what's important, but if something's necessary and need to be said, it will be said. So no, 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 we don't have secrets. But there's something to be said when you can just go to your, your, your spouse, your partner, and let them know, hey, if you want to know something, I have no fear of telling you. Okay, let me tell you, it's a good thing when you have, when you that freedom that you can experience like never before. When you can be that free with someone, you can tell them anything. 
husband don't expect me to tell him everything and I don't expect him to tell me. I really, let me tell you what the peace of mind is, is me saying, I don't have to know everything. I don't have to know everywhere you go, everything you do. You're a grown man. You're not my child. And that's the respect we have for each other. We're not each other's children. We are grown individuals. We respect our individuality. And so as respecting each other's individuality, we understand that we're going to do things and go places. And we understand that we're grown. We don't have to tell each other things like that. But that there's no secrets, meaning there's nothing hidden between us. If we need our spouse to know information, if they ask, definitely feel that freedom. Let me tell you, that's a freedom and a peace. Let me tell you how to protect it. Protect your peace by being free and not keeping secrets. All right. The next one, the next one, lion number six. Let me tell you, this is a this is some relationship killers that you guys, you guys gonna be helped today. Lion, do I need the ABC with this one? Probably not, most likely. But you guys know what liars do. You know, my grandma said, if they lie, they steal. If they steal, they cheat. So watch out for them liars. Yes, lying is a relationship killer. Enough said. Number seven, not knowing their love language. Yeah. Do you know what love languages are? Do you know what they actually entail? They entail the specific things and unique ways that this individual... Um, loves my husband he knows my love language uh, and I know his love language and he we do our best to fulfill those love languages at least the top three there are five love languages but we try to fulfill at least those those that he, that he knows like gifts affection acknowledgement words of words of uh, affirmation yes words of affirmation and so, um, my husband, his top one, well, we all know our partner's love language, and it's important to know those love languages so we can meet those um, to our best ability. If you can fulfill all five love languages, it's a great thing. But um, to know those ones, the top three, you're doing a great, because most people, they, um, they try to do all five and master none. But if you can master three, that's great. But identify those love languages with the partner you're with and try to fulfill those love languages they have. And that'll help your relationship grow even better and evolve in an even better space. Number eight, not healing from old hurt. I can't say it enough. I cannot say it enough. A relationship killer is when you're hurting, you hurt others. That's the saying, hurt people, hurt others. Not healing from old hurt when you're hurting and when you're broken, when you're bitter, when you're angry. It just causes all of that. Yes, all of that. When you're hurting, it causes you to become depressed. When you're hurting, you're in pain and you want a vengeance. You want to stick something and you're, you're scratching. What I say is you're like a porcupine. Anything that comes to you, it's, you stick, you poke. probably unintentional but this is the way you are walking around when you're hurting you know you hurt other people if they get close to you so try to heal before you go into a relationship try to heal from the hurt from a previous relationship 
It doesn't really have to be a previous relationship that you're hurting from. It could be abandonment. It could be a traumatic experience that happened to you. So kind of go to someone. And not kind of, really, really. I need you to go to someone like a counselor or therapist. Because let me, let me tell you, you can talk to God, but you definitely need to talk to a therapist. You need that balance. You need someone that you can talk to and to help you heal from the hurt. Healing processes, they're, they're different from everyone. Everyone heals at a different process. And so you have to understand your process and where you are in your healing process. Make sure you heal properly, not too fast, that you still aren't, you're still missing some things. You know, and don't heal the wrong way because when you heal the wrong way, that wound becomes infected and it spreads. It becomes toxic. It becomes infectious. And when you do that, you're like a virus. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, anything that's infection, it's like a gangrene situation. I'm going to cut that thing off. I'm going to tell you, nobody wants to be connected to something like that. All right? So do your best to heal properly. Do your best to make sure that you're healing fully, completely, not half and half-heartedly. So, eight relationship killers. Those were eight relationship killers. I'm going to go over all of them. Number one. Leaving romance out. Number two, having your heart to heart with a side piece. Number three, overlooking problems. Number four, comparing your current relationship with your old. Number five, keeping secrets. Number six, lying. Number seven, not knowing their love language. And number eight, not healing from old hurt. Well, you guys, that's my show today. I appreciate you guys for listening. I'm going to leave you with this powerful prayer to pray. And it's going to help you connect with who you need to connect with. And let you see and discern certain things in your current relationship. A powerful prayer to pray for this specific episode is Lord reveal, repair, restore, and release. Yes, Lord reveal, repair, restore, and release. And that's a powerful prayer to pray. I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks so much again for supporting my show. I am April Houston, the podcast host here on Protect Your Peace. You guys have an awesome afternoon, weekend, and I'll see you next Thursday. And remember, protect your peace.